raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is Wednesday, April 12th. It is six minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You can follow along on YouTube. Just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. His name is Rob Kendall. Mine is Casey Daniels. And we're glad you're joining us this morning. So it's going to be a big weekend here in Indianapolis as the NRA convention is being held. This will be the third time the city will host per contracts that were signed back in 2015. Lots of people are coming to town, including Donald Trump. He's going to be there and he's going to share the stage with his former vice president, Mike Pence, along with some other presidential hopefuls and key figures in Indiana politics. So this will be interesting because the NRA at one point was this almost infallible behemoth organization that had immense political clout obviously focused around guns and the Second Amendment, Mm -hmm. but they were able to, oftentimes, especially in Republican primaries, push candidates across the finish line. So it may be a candidate who, while obviously was strong on guns, there were other areas of influence they dabbled in. However, certainly over the past five or six years, there have been multiple issues involving the National Rifle Association primarily with leadership and influential members of that organization that I'm not sure they have the stroke or the pull that they once did. All of that being said, they are clearly still a very strong, influential organization, and there will be a lot of people in downtown Indianapolis to see and hear these people speak. Yeah, so the leadership forum where Trump and Pence are speaking is from 2 until 4 on Friday. It's at the convention center. Oh, what time? 2 to 4. So if I so if I get out of here by noon, we're done at noon. Mm-hmm. See, this is my doors. Only... Doors open at noon. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know what time. I mean, gosh, gosh darn it! Can they shut streets down for a former president? What's the rule on that? I mean, nobody cares if Mike Pence is here. Well, he's going to have Secret Service. He always does. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. But I don't know what the rule is. It's one thing to have Secret Service. It's another thing. I mean, if do they shut? I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get the hell out of this building on Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, are you an NRA member? Because you have to be to attend that panel. I'm not concerned about the panel, Casey. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I'm a huge supporter of the Second Amendment. I own a, a firearm. Um, I, all of that. But what I'm saying is I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get home. <laughs> You're going to have to do Have they work. announced the street closures if there are any? Because getting out of here sometimes is a nightmare when high-profile people come to the city because most of the roads are one way. Yeah, and we're going to have a lot of high-profile people here in town. Let's uh, take a look at the list. We already mentioned Donald Trump. Mike Pence will be there. Mike Braun. Eric Holcomb. Wayne LaPierre of the NRA. Jim Jordan, representing Ohio, will be here. South Dakota's Governor Kristi Noem will be here. New Hampshire's Governor Chris Sununu will be here. Uh, Asa Hutchinson, who's Asa also, Hutchinson, yes, also the, running for president, he'll be here. He's running for president, yes. Vivek Ramaswamy, who will be here. And, and I DM'd Vivek yesterday. Oh, you slid into his DMs, your boyfriend. I did, and I asked him if he would want to do an interview before he came to town. 
I think I got it right. This is post colonoscopy, uh-huh. so I still might have been a little, uh, you know, influenced by some of the medication that I was on. Uh-huh. Uh, he hasn't gotten back. Did you send to him me. the bikini picture? No. Well, no. that's why I didn't write back. <laughs> You're really missing opportunities here. Some figures that are going to be contributing via video messaging oh. will be Ron DeSantis, also Nikki Haley, and Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina. Uh huh. Well, very good. So my primary concern: if somebody could please message me, maybe I need to just ask Matt Bear. I'm sure he would probably know. Yeah. Is what is going to happen? And does a former president get? Can you shut streets down for a former president? I mean, I don't think Joe Hogsett is going to go out of his way to make life easier for Donald Trump. And since Trump is not the actual president, mm-hmm. as long as they don't shut the streets down, I think I'll be okay. Yeah. There's no tickets to the events. Attendance is first come, first serve, and there's no cost to attend either. But Uh-oh. it looks like to get into certain events, like the Leadership Forum, you do have to be a member uh, of the okay. NRA. Well, now, Casey, I don't know if you know, but uh, yesterday, well, I do know that you know because we've done multiple segments on it, but people may be tuning in who do not know. Yesterday, the Indiana Republican senators took a giant middle finger and extended it to all of the taxpayers and killed what meager property tax relief the House of Representatives had passed. It was very short, uh, and it was a a term and a very small amount of relief, and the Republicans said, that is too much, we're not doing that. Go F yourself. Mm -hmm. But what they did have time to do yesterday, Casey, much like when they, remember when they had time to name the state sandwich, no time to help you with the property taxes. Uh, as they reiterated yesterday, but they did have time to do a resolution honoring the National Rifle Association. Yep, 152nd Annual Convention in Indianapolis. So they had a lot of people sign this resolution. There were two Republicans who didn't sign it, Chip Perfect of Lawrenceburg and also Greg Walker of Columbus. And no Democrats at all signed the resolution. Well, again, people are going to twist whatever I'm saying here. I have no problem with them saying, hey, we're glad your convention is in our city. Thank you for being here, blah, blah, blah. However, when you have people who are now having to make very hard decisions on how they're going to stay in their homes because of the tax structure and climate that you have created, and you are wasting your time on meaningless, non-binding resolutions that don't help anyone, just like with the stupid state sandwich, that really tends to anger people that that is what you're, you're, uh, what was the word Holcomb used? You're dithering your time on? You're dithering around with? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to use the word dither. Yeah. It's now synonymous with Holcomb, kind of like Petri dish. Yeah. I, so, I, I mean, fine, whatever. They're here. Great. I think that's wonderful. I hope that they have a great time. Please please spend a lot of money in our city. We we hope, we hope. I mean, I think it would it's probably the safest the city will be for the foreseeable future since you'll have a bunch of responsible uh g- armed gun owners walking around the city so i would never feel safer than being here over the weekend Mm -hmm. but my goodness casey when you have people who are suffering and figuring out how they're going to keep paying their mortgages or keep staying in their homes and this is what you're wasting your time on yeah they're spending their time creating and signing and passing a resolution but when it comes to property taxes something that truly affects you nah before we get to a break, because we'll get to it a little bit more in voicemails, but um, we need to just remind everybody of of why they're doing this. Because Jim Lucas told us this on social media. So unless he's a liar, I'm going to take him at his, at his word, and I'm not quoting him verbatim here. But what he said was, 
at the very beginning of this whole property tax thing when the session started, remember the time was, how do you know we don't have a plan? You don't have a plan. How do you know you don't? we don't have a plan? They finally, he finally admitted, we're not going to just do something because you'll take a victory lap and you'll being me. So these, these are the people who represent you. And we saw this yesterday with the fact that the Senate removed the property tax relief. The House did as little as possible to help you. They went kicking and screaming to do a very minor piece of property tax relief that expires essentially in two years. And the Senate said no. And Jim Lucas told us, state representative from Seymour, we're not going to do something because you'll take a victory lap on it. This is, these are the very gross, maniacal people who represent you down at the state house. They know you're hurting. They know you're suffering. They know you're struggling to pay your bills. They know inflation is crushing you. They know the property taxes have skyrocketed. And they're not going to do it because the radio guy mm-hmm. who they hate mm-hmm. has been the face of this. And he would get some form of credit for whatever they do. Yeah. So rather than help you... Our state lawmakers would rather stick it to Rob. Yeah. And look, I'm going to, my property taxes went up like everybody else's did. But Casey, I am younger. I'm able-bodied. I was able to go get a second job. Now, I did that for a variety of reasons, but Mm -hmm. one of them is cost of everything, including what it costs me to live in my home, my home, not the government's home, my home, has gone up. I'm a younger, able-bodied person who, while I can't work myself out of inflation, I can go as I will do today when I leave this radio station, to another job to help provide so that my family can afford to stay in their homes. Many people cannot afford to do that. The elderly people, the, the, you know, the people who have had injuries or illnesses, and you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to work a second job to be able to stay in your damn home. That sucks. These people are gross. And the fact that the House did the bare minimum, your taxes were still going to go up. And these senators, these Republican senators. They put a 34-page amendment on it. The amendment is bigger than the original bill, and it's full of wine and food provisions. You know, yeah, you know, and this is what's really interesting, is if you read the article over at Indiana Capital Chronicle, what they did was they took the language giving you property tax relief out and they inserted specific food and beverage tax provisions on local level. Like these are local things in specific areas of the state because they are mad that the house didn't take up their cause du jour. These people hate you. They hate me. They hate Kevin. They hate every person hearing our voice. And you have to decide what you are going to do with that because what these guys do is screw around all day on resolutions for the National Rifle Association and the state sandwich and they leave you to suffer. It is 16 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. And a huge amount of people are leaving Democrat-run cities, and they're going to red states, and we'll address that coming up from 93 WIBC. 19 minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So last night on Fox, 
Tucker Carlson aired a sit-down interview he had with Donald Trump. And as we've mentioned, we're going to be playing parts of it uh, all morning long. So here he is, uh, Donald Trump, talking about one of his conversations that he had with Vladimir Putin, where Donald Trump said he felt that Vladimir Putin loved Ukraine. You talked to Putin about Ukraine. What did you say to him? Uh, I could see that he loved it. And I said... uh, He loved Ukraine. He considers it to be a part of Russia. Yeah. I said, not when I'm president. Also trending this morning, Karine Jean-Pierre, she confirmed on board Air Force One that freeloader Hunter Biden was on the plane and headed to Belfast with the president. Who is traveling with him? Is it just uh, from his family? Is it just Val and Hunter or are there other family members? I can confirm uh, that uh, uh, his sister Valerie uh, Biden Owens is traveling. I can confirm that Hunter Biden is traveling as well. So Biden is visiting Northern Ireland. It's to help mark the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement. And he is stressing that American investment can help fuel economic growth whoa, whoa, over there while he's there. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait a second. What? So you've got a guy in Hunter Biden mm-hmm. who is under investigation for multiple potentially criminal, corrupt influence peddling business deals with foreign governments yep the laptop speaks for itself yep and you've got him on a flight with the president to a foreign country to discuss business dealings economic opportunity and investment yes (laughs) yes that is your president's right hand man Uh, okay yeah that seems about right also trending this morning is Brittany griner You remember her, the WNBA star. She said that she's finally ready to open up about her nearly 10 months in Russian captivity. Oh, great. Yeah, she's going to release a memoir detailing her harrowing experience in Russian detention. Casey, I have an etiquette question here for you. Do you have to read that book? No, you don't have to. (laughs) Oh, something else? Okay. Yes. Um, you know, we have tried very hard because we decided we need more rich friends. Because mm-hmm. um, let's face it, we've been <laughs> hanging out with Kevin and Hammer and Nigel for a long time, and that's just getting us nowhere. Yeah. Um, that we wanted to have Jefferson Shreve on the show. Yeah. Did he get back to you? Well, I, you know, I had sent something. I think I think I'm trying to think of the 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 timeline of correspondence. I'd sent something, didn't hear back. Sent something again, heard back. We'll be in touch. Had not heard back. That was several days ago sent something again just now and I'm starting to get kind of annoyed because you want to be the mayor you're running ads on this radio station so clearly you want our audience there I would say from a local government political standpoint there is no show on this radio station that is more influential than us where you at I mean uh, but we, we, I'm starting to get annoyed because you want to be the mayor of the city. I think that's great. And I've already said I would vote for an orange peel, an aging potato skin, a half-eaten banana, whatever, over Joe Hawkson. Now, I can't vote because I don't live in the city, but I will support whatever. We want to know what you want to do because whether it's you or Abdul, whoever that is, I think most people listening to this radio station are going to be cheering for who the Republican nominee is. And we want to know about you and the fact that it is this hard. To get this guy to sit down for an interview, yeah, that's kind of annoying. I mean, I know my Abdul, emails. Are- Abdul will come on and he'll Ab- talk about how he just said he wants to reinstall the public safety officer. Absolutely. And so, is that how you're going to handle the media when 
you're you're the mayor. I mean, you're running for election. Don't you? You're running ads. We're we're offering you free airtime. Mm-hmm. So what? Am I am I wrong by being slightly annoyed by this at this point? That it is this hard to coordinate with this guy to get him to come in and sit down and say, "What do you want to do as mayor?" No, I don't think you're wrong to be annoyed by that. I think that he should be willing to come on this show and answer some questions. What, what's your platform? What do you stand for? We know where you're from. We know you want to fix the crime and everything that we've heard it in the commercials. Yeah. He's got somebody else voicing the commercial. Yeah, and, A and, woman saying, I don't feel safe. I want to feel safe. And we've been How very, are you going to do it? We've been very candid that, that you know, look, I, I give, give money to Abdul. been friends with Abdul for years. But I, if Jefferson Shreve is the nominee, I want him to do well. We cannot have Joe Hogsett run this city for four more years. Indianapolis, is, is, it already is, but it's going to continue to be a shell of itself if... Joe Hogsett continues to run the city. I got no interest in sandbagging. I've never sandbagged anybody in my entire career. I've done a lot of things, but I've never sandbagged somebody. And it's just annoying that it's like, this is this hard to get a hold of you. Well, it's happening in a lot of Democrat-run cities, losing population. And that's what we don't want to happen here in Indianapolis. So, so there's a new statistic out on how many people are fleeing big Democrat cities and coming to Republican states. Mm-hmm. They're losing population. Chicago, Los Angeles, New York. I just read Walmart is closing four Chicago stores due to losses, due to the crime that's going on it's in that city. They're so, just closing down stores. It's so powerful. They're shutting down Walmart, Casey. Mm-hmm. So Breitbart had the story. The census data is out. Now, here's the problem with this, Casey, and I've said this for a long time. You know, Indianapolis, Indiana will talk about and they didn't last year because people have caught on about what a high tax state this is and there was a very meager population growth last year but you know all oh, these people moved in i don't want that because you know what these people bring with them their voting history mm. there's a reason places like indiana are turning blue and the republicans we have are big government liberal republicans because these people come here and they bring the stuff that they were fleeing with them. And change the landscape. All of a sudden, we have a bunch of purple states. I mean, there's a big article in the Indy Star today about Carmel and how Joe Biden won Carmel. Destiny Wells won Carmel. There's a good chance Carmel's going to have a whole bunch of Democrats on their city council and maybe even a ma- Democrat mayor this time next year. Uh, it's happening all over the place. Look at the little cesspool I live in out there at Brownsburg. I mean, I just, it is. Look at the, I mean, the maniacs who are on the school board. I mean, I, I don't want people moving here who are going to bring their stuff with them. You helped make that place what it is. You deal with it. Leave me the hell alone. Okay, so where are people going? They're leaving Chicago. They're leaving New York. They're leaving Los Angeles. And they're moving to Maricopa County, Arizona, which includes Phoenix. They're going to Harris County, Texas, which is Houston. Uh, Texas, actually five different counties in Texas are experiencing a lot of people moving in to Texas. Florida. Another state that is getting a lot of people moving into it. They're leaving Democrat cities and going into but, red states. But it's but it's an assimilation problem. And it's the same thing that goes on. You know, I said the other day how I went to that school board meeting in Brownsburg and how they, they have so many people who don't speak English now that I, as a taxpayer, am having to, to buy these devices that it can interpret 79 different languages because they're overwhelmed with non-English speaking people coming into the public school system. It's the same thing with assimilation, though. People come into this country, they don't want to assimilate, they don't want to learn the language, they don't want to learn the culture, 
and they expect me to cater to them. Same thing here. People move from these other states and they want to bring their politics with them and they ruin it for me. I already had my own thing. It's just like the thing with the store now, where for years and years and years, I'm a poor person. I'll buy the Walmart brand. You're a rich person. You buy the name brand. Everybody's got their own separation and we understand well now because of inflation the rich people are buying the walmart stuff i can't get the walmart stuff the walmart stuff i can get is a lot more expensive we keep having agreements and you keep bringing your stuff to me and ruining it for me i'm sick of it don't come here unless you want to be the way we are because we made the place the place that you want to be well i think jefferson shreve and his people should contact you or me call casey she's very nice it's 10 28 it is kendall and casey on 93 wibc and coming up next we're going to hear from you with your voicemails. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. It is 10.33, and it's time to hear from you this morning with your questions, comments, or smart remarks. It's your voicemails with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And Casey, the phone calls are all about... Property taxes. Property taxes. And, uh, of course, if you're just waking up and coming to work and, well, you're living in a world in which the Indiana Senate Republicans yesterday stripped essentially all property tax relief, even the very small amount that was proposed by the House Republicans. And so now, as of right now, you are prepared. You should be prepared to get absolutely nothing. The Republicans are the party of shut up and pay. Mm -hmm. I've been telling you this for six and a half years. When it comes to your money, they don't like you. They have no problem abusing your finances. And I guess the good news is, and I told somebody this yesterday, the good news is people are finally waking up. Just like with COVID, when I tried for years to tell people what these Republicans are, what Holcomb was, it sucks that it's something this severe that it takes people to wake up and realize. But at least it's finally happening, and maybe next year some some of these people will finally finally do something about it at, at the ballot box. Uh, all right, so all calls on property taxes. Kev, let's get rolling. Hey, Rob. Uh, just, uh, talking taxes and thinking about it, I used to live in New York State. Uh, Florida, South Carolina, Texas don't have income tax. Perhaps the only reason for the income tax up north is for that snow removal you have. But uh, talk about accountability. The accountability should be starting at the state level. Yeah, I mean, think about what did you get this year in terms of the part, the party who, when you say this out loud, Casey, it just almost takes your breath away. The party who in their platform, I didn't make their platform. I'm not a convention delegate. I'm not a lawmaker. I don't have any control over this. Their party platform is we are the party of low taxes and limited government is prepared right now to pass a record setting budget by about five billion with the B dollars with record government in it, and the only hint of tax reform is a meager income tax cut where a a fraction of a percentage, it will go down over the next couple of years. Well, and let's not forget, there's a surplus as well. Of course. So they're continuing to collect all of your money. Meanwhile, they have a big pile of it sitting there collecting dust. There's there's nothing. They're doing nothing for you. They are... 
they are the Republican Party in this state has perfected the art of legalized vote buying. And what that means is they take the money from someone else who will vote for them no matter what, and they give it to someone who will not vote for them unless they give them free stuff. This is why we have a massive socialized medicine program. This is why we have massive money going to public education, which the Republicans admit is a massive failure based on the fact of the money they give to charter and private schools. There's countless areas where they take money from people who said, I will throw my vote away and vote for red no matter what. Okay, great. Well, we're just going to abuse and abuse you, and we're going to give it to someone who we have to give them your stuff in order to get their vote. You know, one thing about the provisions that were the amendment, the 34-page amendment that was added to the property tax bill, Mm -hmm. they were once standalone bills. Yes, it is. And what they do is they take things, and this is what this is about. The Senate's mad because they wanted something passed, so the House said, we're just not going to hear that. It's not a priority. So the Senate couldn't get it passed on its own. For a variety of reasons. And so what they did was, well, F you guys and mm-hmm. F the taxpayers of this state. We're going to cut out anything that helps them. And we're going to try to make the House cry uncle, even though the House wasn't really doing anything anyway. And we're going to put things in that were so egregious we couldn't get them passed on their own. Yeah. So we've got this little, simple property tax bill that the House came up. So, so they can claim that they're trying to help you. Although it's laughable. And then they go over to the Senate and the Senate says, well, we don't like that. And you didn't help us. And we've got these two standalone bills. We're just going to muck up your property tax bill by adding all this other stuff in there. And remember, and I cannot express this to you enough, and then we'll play the next voicemail. They know we, this show, is the face of the property tax movement this time. And there is no one, and it was made very clear to me the other night at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day dinner there is no one that is more hated in that state house than us because we say all the things that other people won't say or don't have the forums to say and we tell you exactly what these people are and I know how it all works because I worked there and I know who these people are and I was around these people and I would sit in these meetings and say I cannot wait till the day that I can get out of here and I will have a platform to expose to everyone what you people are and how much disdain you have for conservatives and regular people. I always thought Casey was going to be as a politician. I thought I was going to be in that state house and do it. I never could have dreamed I would get lucky enough that I would have a way bigger platform than that. They hate us, and they are deliberately not going to do anything to help you because they know we will get credit for it. These people are sick. All of them are sick. What's next? Uh, this property tax situation, uh, I think there's a plot being hatched. They're not going to do anything about it. They've got two weeks to do this uh, taking care of it, and, and they're not going to do that. Now they're going to wait for a special session so they can go ahead and suck some more of that greedy money that they get for sitting on their butts and uh, collecting free meals and what have you. And uh, maybe some great tickets for the Colts or maybe the Indians. So that'll be neat. And then, you know, those 50-yard line tickets are always great. And then maybe they'll do something or discuss property tax and throw us some type of tiny dog biscuit to placate the animals out here to pay taxes. But I see nothing being done with it until they do a special session. We'll see. I don't think they're going to do anything. I think the Senate said that yesterday. Well, and Holcomb said it wasn't part of his agenda. No. You, Joe Hogsett has done more for taxpayers than the Indiana Republican Party. I mean, you got to 
I got you, a lot you of got friends the letter. saying that I should expect $100. Hey. And, Woo, uh, yay. And for that, I'm supposed to be grateful. It's pathetic. It's but, like, you go ahead and sit in first class. Yeah. And you just be grateful that you have a, a, a ticket for the ride on the plane back there in coach. But Joe Hogsett is doing more. Whether you you can laugh at that, you can say it's pathetic. I mean, it is meager. It is small. It is weird. It's it's. But Joe Hogsett is doing more for property taxes than the Indiana Republicans. There's a sentence right there. Sorry, prove me. The guy with the coffee cup sitting at the desk. Change my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, Rob. It's all your fault. Yeah, my name's Bill. Love the show. Uh, the you and your uh, very professional protege there uh, have a great deal of uh, fault. I figured it out. You had to look at it from a, a no bleak angle, but I've got it figured out. The a job that you've done so well at pointing out how we're getting screwed on property taxes was so effective that those morons who could change it, but they don't want to because they, they have others they have to kowtow to, they came up with a solution. You convinced them how bad it is that they gave themselves a raise so that it would compensate for their own effect of the property tax increase. And that's all they're going to do. But great job, guys. Y'all have a nice day. Bye. Yeah, because don't forget, they did. Uh, and I noticed the Senate had no objection to the because Senate's getting raises, too. Mm-hmm. The House giving themselves a million and a half dollars in raises. Senate getting a sizable amount of money, too. I noticed there was no objection from Indiana Senate Republicans to lining their own pockets and making sure their House colleagues have their pockets lined as well. No, they're OK with that. Absolutely. That's that's all good. Because, now, again, they're sitting first class and you're you're supposed to be grateful you're back in coach. Now, one person did call and point out that we have been a little uh, derelict in our duty here, Casey. We've been so focused on the property tax that we have really let slide how high our gas tax is. Hmm. Hey, guys. Uh, I haven't heard you guys talk about something for a while. Not that that's a problem, but just i let you know that it still exists. My daughter is uh, going to college in Evansville, Indiana. And before spring break, she needed gas. So she drove 10 minutes to Kentucky, where she was able to get it for 50, that's five zero cents less per gallon. Just thought I'd remind you that, hey, we still have an issue with the uh, tax on gas. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Here's a reminder. You're not only getting screwed on property taxes, but the gas tax is going to get you as well. Okay, so let's do a little math here, Casey. Yeah. The Indiana gas tax, now of course it fluctuates because with these um, intellectual super giants who run our state, we have two taxes on gas in Indiana. Um, the party of low taxes and limited government, mm-hmm. the Republicans have two taxes on gas. So it does fluctuate. But roughly, let's just pick a number. It's somewhere between 60 and 63 cents, give or take, based on what the actual price of gas is. Let's pick the middle and say 62. Sound fair? Yep. So 62 cents of every gallon of gas you buy for the purpose of this exercise is going to the government. Mm-hmm. It's not, nothing to do with the price of gas. It's not Joe Biden. It's not Ukraine. It's the it's the Indiana Republican Party taxing the gas. Kentucky, which is where he said she got the gas, is 26 cents mm-hmm. per gallon. So I'm not a rocket scientist here, Casey, but what is 62 minus 26? Well, that's 36 cents. So while it's not quite 50 cents, there's the majority of the difference on gas. Mm-hmm. You're paying it to the government. It has nothing to do with Joe Biden or Ukraine. I mean, that obviously factors into the price of gas, no doubt. 
but 60 plus cents of every gallon of gas you buy goes to Eric Holcomb and the Republicans for more legalized vote buying, to strong arm farmers into selling their land or making sure that people who are working but can file a tax return the right way uh, get insurance for $5 a month. I mean, it's just an endless cavalcade of legalized vote buying that they steal your money from. And the question is, when are you going to say I've had enough and start punishing these people who run our state? Well, you mentioned farmers. You know, they're paying diesel prices for their farm equipment, so that's even higher for them. Yeah. All right. One more before we go. I can't believe we got this call. Uh, Brad was in yesterday. Yeah. Kloppensteinstein. Mm-hmm. And we know Brad is one of the nicest people who's ever lived. Yeah. I've never met anybody in any political party or anywhere for that matter who does not love Brad Kloppensteinstein. But I can now say that I can no longer say that. You found one. Let's figure out what's going on in this person's life. Okay. You might not like this, but the punk you got on with you today, he needs to take a hike. Oh. He's not fit to have on radio. Oh. And if you keep having him on, you're going to lose some viewers or some listeners, including me. He's a punk? What did he say? I, I, I don't know. What did know. you guys do yesterday? I don't know. I, I never thought he would be described as a punk. As uh, a punk? You're going you're gonna to end for a problem, Bal. Get ready. <laughs> wow. So, Brad's so nice. I have no, and I have and no, always happy. There was nothing controversial. That Kev, was there anything controversial? Did I mean, he, no. Did he go on a rant about something? No, there was nothing. I mean, he was happy. He smiled the whole time and talked about booze a whole bunch. It's what Brad I, normally does. I think she just has a personal beef I don't, with Brad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know maybe whether this lady tried to date Brad in the 80s. Uh, I don't you know. Who knows? Scorned lover, I don't know. Perhaps. But, but Brad, we love you. And don't let that lady ruin your day. Hey, punk. All right, Hammer's next. <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Ten fifty-two. it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hammer joins us in the studio. Good morning. So we got multiple text threads going on here mm-hmm. amongst the staff members yeah. at WIBC. And the common denominator is old TV shows. Yeah. Now, I got one you going and with- my uh, afternoon colleague, Big Nige, you chat about Little House on the Prairie. I, hey, I, have a, I have a question about this thread. Yeah. Does he get really intense in the thread, and then after about an hour, he just disappears for three or four hours? And yeah. And then pops back up and yeah. acts... Yeah. Oh, we call that the blacking out period. He sent me a text on, so this is Nigel. He sent me a text on Easter morning. (laughs) Not doing much on this Easter Sunday. Just watching the awful Sylvia episode, which is a two-parter with my 11-year-old. And I get pictures of his TV screen, too. So I know exactly which episode of Little House on the Prairie he's watching. And then, of course, I come back with, you know, all my favorite lines from that episode. Sure. So last night, the text was about how he just saw two... Two awful, dark, depressing episodes back to back. And I said, ooh, early Jason Bateman. And That's right. I he, forgot he was on Little well, House. Well, 
and he replied back with a curse word, holy, you know what? I didn't realize that was Bateman. And I said, what? Well, yeah, that's pre-Ozark days. So all of our texts, Nigel and I, are about Little House on the Prairie. The fun thing about texts with Nigel, and Rob has pointed this out, <laughs> like you can tell when he gets so drunk he passes out. And you can tell when he's also intoxicated and doesn't make sense. Like... <laughs> He'll sense Rob and I some ridiculous crap, and that'll spawn a text between Rob and I <laughs> laughing at Nige because we know what's about to happen. Yeah, but he's out. Well, I think, you know, he's watching these shows with his kids, so most of them seem sober. I hope. I think it's cute you think he doesn't drink around his kids. <laughs> remember, the one, remember the one the other day where there was someone else on the thread with us who's not normally on the thread, and he just starts just letting stuff fly, and it dawned on us, like, does he realize this person may not be aware of all the inside stuff that we talk about? Yep, yep, and at that point, we started our own conversation, <laughs> and we knew he had been overserved, and I told you, you're not going to hear from him for another couple of hours, maybe till tomorrow, and, and said, damn it, we were right. I said a hammer a text that dawned on me about 11 o'clock. I said, you were right. <laughs> um, I was watching Dallas last night. Yes, love was, Dallas. We started texting back and forth. That is one of the, uh, and we totally missed the boat yesterday. We were talking about great characters. You couldn't anybody picture anybody else playing the character. Larry Hagman is mm-hmm. J.R. Ewing. One hundred percent skipped our uh, skipped our mind there. But uh, I do have a very very interesting question. I was watching from the beginning. The guy who works in the barn, Ray. Ray. He's hooking up with the high school girl. Yes. And they're just showing that on television like no big deal. It was a different time back then. <laughs> That's what I never replied. Rob, it was a different time where you're living at South Fork and life is good. You got all this money. And if young Charlene Tilton wants to hook up with Ray, <laughs> by Charlene. God, I think she should do it. <laughs> and the thing is, is like for a family of red asses from jock Ewing to, you know, Sue Ellen and Jr. Yeah. you know, Bobby's kind of soft. Yeah, he was a wimp. But they seem to be just like, eh, about it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> We've got business to attend to. Wasn't there an actress on that show that married Clint Black, the country singer? Lisa Hartman married Clint Black, so I don't know. Was she on Dallas? No, she would not have been old enough, I don't think. Would she have? Apparently, age was not an issue on the TV well, show. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm watching this going... They're just straight up showing this on TV. I mean, now they're obviously not showing them doing the thing, but it's implied they just did the thing. Right. And it's no big deal. All right, no big deal. Blue Hawaii, the Elvis movie, Uh there's a scene in that movie where he is spanking a teenage girl. Hey, coming up this afternoon on the Hammer and Nigel Show, uh, Tommy Laren will join us. We've got Casey Daniels. We've got Tony Kennett. And the biggest stories of the day. Thank you, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.